0: Hi, welcome to the Integrative Health Podcast with Dr. Jen Flegar. This podcast is meant to educate and empower about important health topics. Dr. Jen's passion is to get to the root cause of disease and prevent illness. She will also feature guests who are experts in their fields and experiences in all things related to integrative medicine. Hello. This is Dr. Jen. Welcome back to the Integrative Health Podcast. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe and give a five-star review and share with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hi, everyone. It's Dr. Jen. So this episode is just going to be me. It's going to be a little bit of a tough love episode. And I don't know. I don't know if you guys want to watch or listen to this, but it needs to It needs to be heard. So we're going to talk about, gosh, I like you need to do things for your health. Okay. You need to do things. You need to put in the effort. You need to be uncomfortable. Okay. Because what, what is the result if you don't do that? It's sickness, it's inflammation, it's being bound to a chair. And I see this in the ER. I see this in my office. You do not want this. I am so tough on my patients and my clients that are in their twenties, thirties, and forties, because we are trying to prevent disease. I, you know, and I tell them that cause sometimes they, I think they look at me and they're probably like, she's out of her mind. I'm not going to do a fast. She's out of her mind. I'm not going to eat that much protein. I'm not going to take these supplements. I don't want to lift weights. I might look bulky, right? I mean, do I look bulky? Those on YouTube, you know, I, I, this is not bulky. I don't think I look bulky, right? So, okay. We got, we got to hunker down. We got to hunker down on our health and. The things I'm going to share with you today are things that you can do while you're a busy mother, while you're a busy father, while you're just busy and you don't have kids, right? But the patients I see a lot and the clients I work with are mothers that are struggling. And the crazy thing is, is they don't make this known, right? They're just suffering in silence. So this is going to be a little... Kicking them behind. And that's the point, right? And also just to let you know that you can do these things, you can do hard things. You can be a little bit uncomfortable. And that's okay. Because be uncomfortable now means you won't be uncomfortable, you know, 30 years from now, 20 years from now, that you are comfortable playing with your grandchildren, uh, getting up and off the ground, that. You are not slave to medications and to the conventional medicine system. That is failing so many people right now. It's like hot potato out there. They're just bouncing to one specialist to the other and no one coordinates anything anymore. It's a joke. It's a joke. Um, so the one thing that might be uncomfortable is actually spending money on your health, okay? Um, look at it as an investment. You pay now or you pay later, okay? So that's one thing that we just need to get the story straight so buy high quality foods high quality meats if you are on a budget then focus on meats i shop at aldi still i started shopping at aldi in residency to save money and i i still do now they have quality fruits and vegetables there i mean their dairy is decent um i get their sour cream there sometimes they have organic cheeses um, they have gluten free products they have grass-fed meat there's no there's no excuses anymore guys so throw those out on the table time you have time to cook healthy you have time to meal prep you do okay there's no excuses I don't care if you're traveling and if your kid's on a, a travel team whatever you can do it guys I do it I have four kids I run a business it's it's nuts but you have to set your priorities, right? Think about the time you spent scrolling social media, you could spend that time prepping food, listening to a podcast that would encourage you and help your health, you know, praying, you know, meditating in prayer, you can do those things instead. And I'm guilty, right? I really need to get better with the social media aspect. And really hunker down on my meditation and meditating in prayer. So that's something that I'm going to be accountable for this coming year, especially. So let's why am I ranting? Right? Why am I ranting? Well, because I get frustrated when I I see patients and hear clients tell me like what is going on in the medical system. I see it when I work in the medical system. Um, And, and I'm coming off this amazing 48 hour fast. Okay. Um, drinking um, some decaf coffee with some MCT oil right now. And it's just, I feel great. The ketones are, are going and I'm going to do a YouTube wrap up on this. So you guys can, can follow that story and um, you can post any questions below. So, you know, why, why fasting? Well, fasting is a way for your body to rest your digestive system to rest and the thing that i see is is people are eating from 12 you know or 11 p.m 12 a.m and then they're getting up at 6 a.m and eating now what they're eating too at those times of the day are usually high carb so that is a problem on its own So when we look at fasting, I recommend for everyone at least a 12-hour fast. Digestive rest occurs in recovery. You're giving your gut time to heal, time to repair those tight junctions, okay? If we're just eating and eating and eating and not repairing, then we end up with leaky gut, gluten sensitivity, celiac or not, okay? So you need that digestive rest. Your body needs that, that migrating motor complex, That's how the the peristalsis works in the gut. It needs that time to move into rest. This is also why we shouldn't snack all day. I don't care what your TikTok influencer, Instagram influencer, whatever, whoever says it. We should not be snacking all day. You're not metabolically flexible if you're snacking all day. You're not giving your digestive system even time to function or work. Stop the nonsense, okay? Now, I will say... If you're on diabetic medications if you're on medications anyone out there listening check with your doctor about this okay but they probably don't know anything about nutrition so get yourself an integrative doctor <laughs> yes it is necessary the times are rough right now let me tell you okay so this 12-hour fast your body starts to transition to ketosis after those glycogen stores are depleted in the liver right so um this is a nice process. This this should happen without angst. There should be no hangry, right? Like that Snickers commercial, the hangry. I'm like that person's not metabolically flexible. No one should be getting hangry. Now I will say with the snacking, there have been studies, you know, I've read with kids and snacking doesn't seem to disrupt too much. Okay. When it comes to their systems and how that works. So that's a little bit different. They're in this high gross state, continually growing adults. Like we don't need to be snacking. Like we're adults. Like we're going to We function different, right? Um, I was on this long fast and I took the kids to the zoo and there, um, you know, was food there in a buffet. And I just like sat there with my tea. I had my Redmond salt and I was fine. And I enjoyed watching my kids eat. Okay. And it was actually nice because I wasn't worried about my eating. I was just enjoying watching the kids enjoy the food there. So you guys can do it, right? It's not like, not that bad, you know? A lot of you listening have had babies like that was hard. Postpartum's hard, right? Not eating for 24 hours is not that hard. It's just we eat. It's there's this emotional tie to it. And since I've been fasting over the past few years, it's so nice because now I know like, wow, like this is more emotional. This is more habits. And and that's OK, too. I mean, I ate at Thanksgiving, you know, I, I ate and I enjoyed I enjoyed it. So, um, anyway, it's just, it's good to have times of feast and famine. And that's what we used to do. And our body needs to have this, to be able to go into autophagy, to be able to take out the trash. Imagine if in your house, you had four kids and no one took out the trash and you were just on like strike. You're like, I'm not taking out the trash. I run everyone to their games and their practices. I'm done. I'm, I'm taking out the trash. It would just build up. The house would smell. The house wouldn't work properly. No one would be okay in there. There would start to be flies and maggots, right? It would be disgusting. Um, We have to take out the trash. So why aren't we taking out the trash in our own bodies? Why isn't there a focus on autophagy, which is programmed cell death which is taking out the trash, okay? So when we have a 24-hour fast, we have that digestive rest still, and then we have autophagy, we have mental clarity from from ketones, okay? The brain the brain loves glucose, but the brain loves ketones too, okay? So when we when we take out that trash and have that autophagy, that is so healthy for ourselves. Our cells start to operate better, right? It, this is why doing occasional 24 hour fasts is so important. Just talking once a month twice a month. If we look at certain cultures, they have fasting built in to part of their lives, you know, religions also. And when we look in the Bible, we see fasting and prayer. That's what I did this morning. I I went in my cold tub. I was feeling a little like not as great when I woke up. Um, I went in my cold tub and that really turned it around for me. And I just like, I prayed I gave thanks. I prayed for hard things that have been going on in my life because fasting and prayer, it works. So that was a really great thing for me today to do. And then I also wanted to take time out to to make this video and make this podcast for you guys. So that's 24-hour fast. Very doable, okay? Um, If you're new to fasting, I would just start by you know, once a month, twice a month, pushing back your eating window a few hours, okay? And and increasing protein and fats in your diet, especially fats. So just pushing that eating window back, then maybe for lunch, you know, if you get that eating window pushed push back, then the first thing you have is MCT oil in your coffee, okay? And and you'll get better at this. It's like working out. It's like flexing a muscle. You get better with practice, I wouldn't recommend that anyone is just like, I'm going to do a 36 hour fast. Like I'm going to go. Right. It's good to do smaller fasts, even start with like an 18 or a 16 and making sure that you know how much electrolytes you need. Um, How do you feel? You know, don't do a bunch of activities if you're not used to that. So I know with me, I would love to do like a full three-day, five-day fast. But it is a little bit more difficult when you have kids. Um, I know a lot of influencers that that's their job to be an influencer. They don't have to go anywhere. They'll just like lay around and watch a TV and just chill or go on like walks while they're on this fast. And that's just not realistic. So I think the value that I bring in this space is that, I am in the trenches with you and I, I understand what it's like and I'm not going to ask my patients, my clients or anyone listening to do something that I haven't done, right? That I think that is not reasonable, you know, that we're pushing too hard because you don't want to push too hard because then there could be failure and then people don't want to try again. So that's something in my office that I I make sure that I'm meeting people Where they need to be. So let's talk about a 36 hour fast, which I reached last night at 3 a.m. So deeper ketosis. So this could even be getting into more therapeutic ketosis, which you look at glucose and ketones, increased growth hormone production, and even more autophagy, that cellular clean out. So the growth hormone production is pretty important here. Growth hormone does go down as we age. This gives us some vibrant energy. This makes us feel good. This is very healing. This helps with muscle growth. So so this is really great. And then a 48-hour fast, and this is immune system reset. So Everyone's taking all their immune supplements and going crazy on that. And it's like, yes, that's good. But what about fasting? You know, our immune system is in our gut. So if we really do longer fast, we're really getting that gut health. So you're also gonna have like reduced inflammation at a 48-hour fast and then more increased cellular repair. So all of these things are amazing for you. And like I said, you're not just gonna jump into a 48-hour fast. You are going to make sure that this is something that you are easing into and practicing and flexing those fasting muscles. Okay, so one thing that I do want to talk about is if you're a cycling female, not like a bicycle, but cycling, meaning your menstrual cycle, your hormones change every day from one to 28. And any males listening out there, this is why you get sometimes a different, Person, different attitude each day because our hormones are changing every day. Men, it's just 24-hour cycle. They're pretty, they're pretty steady, right? Um, that's why it's it's always funny because a man could say something to a woman the same, same day, different part in their cycle, and get totally different reactions, right? So the follicular phase starts with the menstrual phase, day one through five, and then goes to ovulation. So that follicular phase is that first half of the cycle, the first two weeks, this is when you would want to do your longer fast. Okay. You're going to be more insulin sensitive. You're going to feel good. You're going to be able to eat lower carb. Okay. It's not going to put a big strain on your body at this part of your cycle. So this is when I do my fasting experiments. Um, check out my YouTube, my three day sardine challenge. Last month I did my follicular phase. And people that challenge with any sort of fasting, it could be because you're doing it at the wrong time of your cycle. Okay. Also, some people just aren't in the right place to really fast or to skip breakfast. So you would want to test that with a continuous glucose monitor. So I've had patients before that they've spiked in the morning not eating breakfast. And then if they ate a high-protein, high-fat breakfast, they would stay steady. So they just ate earlier in the morning. So they ate in the morning, they had lunch, and then they had an earlier dinner. And then you could still get that fasting in with, with eating breakfast. So it depends on the person. This is why we need data. This is why we need to assess everyone's life. Right. For me, I, I test it with my glucose monitor. I'm good skipping breakfast that my body does fine with that. I'm not having like caffeine in the morning, which is going to spike my cortisol, you know, put some strain on the adrenals. I do decaf coffee. I do my MCT oil at noon. Then I usually eat something at three, like a high protein snack after I pick up the kids from school. So, and then we eat dinner together. Right. So this is what works for my family. So, you have to look at everyone individual. So that's why I don't think when a diet or a program is just a one-size fits all, it just it's just not it just doesn't work. You can't say everyone needs to eat breakfast. that's That's not true. And there's data to support that. So ovulation, ovulation, we're just talking about fasting. you can do lower carb, I wouldn't land your long fast on ovulation because all these hormones are peaking, there's a surge in LH, you just you just don't want to, you'll feel really good. Ovulation is when we feel pretty, we're glowing. Um, We're interested in being intimate with our partners. Um, then we go into luteal phase. So luteal phase is usually around day 15 to 28, okay? That's that second half of that cycle. So this is when you are having like a rising and then a falling in progesterone. And we want to protect that progesterone. So we don't want to go into these longer fasts, okay? We don't really want to stress the body even with big, intense workouts. Definitely no hit in this second half of the cycle, so this is when we're not going to be fasting, unless you are doing, you know, a little bit of an intermittent fasting. I know, not every day, I don't, I don't want to eat breakfast every day in my, my luteal phase, there will be a few days where I'm like, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat right now. You listen to your body, right? If if you're in tune with your body, and it's just not cravings, right? So there's cravings, but there's also like an intuitive part of your body that is going to give you clues on what you need. But then there's like cravings from, you know, cortisol being out of control and hormones being imbalanced. But if you get in a homeostasis, then you're going to be like, okay, like my body does want to eat a little bit more carbs, or I'm going to eat a little bit later tonight because I need more, more nutrients, right? So it's kind of like if you're craving, broccoli versus potato chips, right? So if you're craving broccoli, eat the broccoli. If you're craving potato chips, maybe have an electrolyte drink, maybe, you know, cook some vegetables with salt on it or something like that, or make a lower carb version. Cause we do want more carbs in the luteal phase, but we don't want it to be like carbs that are not paired with protein or fats. And we don't want it to be carbs that are like quick, fast carbs, high glycemic index carbs, such as potato chips or sugar or pies or cookies, right? And it's funny. So if you're craving a lot of chocolate, especially during your luteal phase, which, you know, we're all like, oh, we're craving chocolate. Your body's really craving more magnesium because magnesium is an important process in getting estradiol detoxed from the body. So whenever I'm like craving protein, I'm like, okay, I'm burning through my magnesium for some reason. So I give my body magnesium. You could also, you know, do nuts with that too. So this is, this is it, right? We, we need to be uncomfortable. We need to learn more about our bodies because the thing is only, only you are responsible for your body. Only you live in your body each day. So, a lot of this could be collecting information too. And that should not be stressful. So, I have a lot of my patients and clients on continuous glucose monitors. You can get them online if you don't have a doctor to write the prescription. Um, Tastermonial works. I will leave the link in the show comments. I will also leave the link for Keto Mojo if you're looking at using ketones and glucose to monitor which i i had fun doing both during this prolonged during this 48 hour fast i decided to check my ketones and then i wore a continuous glucose monitor during it to track my my glucose during this longer fast and i'll probably do my next long fast i'll probably do another 3 day sardine challenge and that will be a lot of fun cuz i'm going to wear a continuous glucose monitor during that so I, I hope this mini episode has really helped and just motivates you. You can do this, okay? You can, you can help your body heal and it's free. It doesn't cost anything. And yes, all these biohacking devices, you know, are helpful to understand more about your body. And that's what it's really about is understanding what your body likes What's good for your body? How does your body respond to certain things? And this is so important because if we don't know how our body's responding and we're just beating it up on a daily basis, that is going to lead to disease and inflammation. And what's the goal? The goal is not just living long, the goal is to live without disease, without pain. So that is my passion because I see so many people that just are. are they're not past the point of healing because our body can heal if we give it the right building blocks. But it's just, we can't just beat up on our body all the time. And when it goes to fasting, I didn't really talk about like breaking a fast. So breaking a fast, it's best to do, you know, if it's a long fast, something like bone broth, wake up those the di- wake up the gut, wake up the digestion. A lot of the times I will do Greek yogurt with protein. Um, you know, coffee with MCT oil would be a good way to kind of ease you into breaking the fast. Um, yeah. So a lot of these things are, are things that we can do, right? Um, you know, a three day bone broth fast could be an alternative, you're getting a decent amount of calories and protein from the bone broth. There's so many ways to incorporate fasting into your life, right? And and it's doable. And the cool thing is now, I feel like when you just someone sees you, they offer you a drink or food and you'll just be like, I'm fasting now. Now it's getting more normal. And people are like, Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, good job. So you know, find, find the support that you need. A couple options from here, you know, you guys subscribe to my YouTube, comment below if you want to, you know, if you're interested in joining my Facebook group, we just did a fast together in my Facebook group. Um, I will share lots of information in there about like where to get your protein and all of these things. And um, just my goal is To help you all be, be, feel better and be healthy, right? That's what we need. And yes, it can be a little bit uncomfortable, but then you start craving it. You're like, wow, like that wasn't so bad. That was fun. I'm going to go longer next time. Or, wow, I never knew that about the second half of my cycle. I'm going to take it easy at the gym and maybe I'll feel better. Or maybe I won't start my cycle five days early. So just gathering more information and knowing about your body is the best way to health. So I would love it if you guys could leave a review. If you're listening on a podcast, leave a five-star review. If you are watching on YouTube, glad to have you guys here. Please like and subscribe this video. The more you guys share, the more I can produce and the more that will get to everyone else out there. So thank you so much. This podcast is created and hosted by Jen Flegar, and is for informational purposes only. It is not medical advice. This podcast is responsibility for adverse effects from use of information contained in this podcast. This podcast does not promote opinions of their guests of their own and does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests of the show or endorse any qualifications for the guests of this podcast. Guests may have financial disclosures if you think you have a medical problems, and your first book team. Thank you for joining.